Hey guys, welcome back to the Positive Vibe Enthusiast. I'm your host, Tashi, and today we have very special guests. We actually have a returning guest um, and also a returning co-host that we haven't heard from in a while. I'll kick it off to Chief. How are you? How have you been? Good. Everything's going good. How about you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to hear it. Um, I'm glad you're back on and can join me today. And I oh, see course. we have our returning guest, T. Wanda Longworth, um, and he's brought um, someone with him, a producer with him, uh, Conspiracy Eli. How are you both doing today? I'm doing good. How you feeling? I'm, I'm doing good. well. I'm doing well as well. That's good. That's good. I thank you guys for joining us today. And um, I took the time. Um, I know it took me a while to invite you on because I wanted to take time to actually listen to the new album. Um, the Kingdom Comes, and I really enjoyed it. The production of it is very, very good. Um, like, it's, the quality is, is very, very good. And I just want to get right into it. And definitely, how long did it take you guys to create this album? Because it's really good. Oh, man. <laughs> it took us it took us a little while to get this album created. Uh, we wanted to make sure this T one alone was. We wanted to make sure that um, we really wanted to make sure that we was putting out uh, good quality music, and we wanted to have topics that people could understand on all sides of the spectrum. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely accomplished that. Definitely accomplished that. And Chief, have you taken time to uh, check out the album? Oh yes, of course, and yes. I I loved it. So my question is, um, with what what why why name it? Why name the album "The Kingdom Comes"? I'll let, uh, I guess I'll let you take this one, Eli. Why why we name it "The uh, Kingdom Come"? Well, uh, because the uh, because the thing is, right now the kingdom is coming right now. So there's that this album is actually a two part. It's "Kingdom Comes" and then this album that we're gonna drop later on. Later on down this year, it's going to be called Kingdom Falls. So the kingdom is coming right now. And then this last album is going to literally be about the kingdom falling, Babylon falling. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. actually, y'all only heard half of the album. Y'all ain't heard the second half yet. Okay, okay. And let's talk about, because there is a, a large acronym on there. And for those who don't know, the FGBRG is the French game, Blue Ribbon game. Um, and I want people to, um, like tell them what that's about so they can understand, you know, give them kind of a backstory. All right. I could take that one. I could take that one. So, uh, it's actually, uh, FGBRA. My my apologies. Right. No, no, no problem. You know, uh, fringe gang, blue ribbon army. And, um, basically the backstory on that is we, uh, it's a group of brothers that, we wear fringes on the borders of our clothing. You see it in the music videos. You see it in uh, our fashion statement, things like that. Um, but it's basically biblical. Um, if you read Numbers 15, 38, you'll see that uh, the children of Israel uh, wore fringes upon the borders of their garment. And these were supposed to be a holy people. So that's we, we kind of tried to take on to that, um, that custom. Um, the Blue Ribbon Army side of it, I kind of came up with the idea um, because we also got to wear a ribbon of blue on the borders of our clothes. And then I thought it was so ironic, the blue ribbon, that 
I used to be okay. I, I'm an anime head, if that if that makes sense. I, I watch anime, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I don't know if you all ever heard of uh, Dragon Ball Z. That used to be my favorite. That's like right. the only anime I watched. Not right. It. That's like the number one anime. So here it is. I, that, uh, Dragon Ball Z was my favorite anime, and one group of people that Goku used to go against was called the Red Ribbon Army. Hmm. So. I came up with the Blue Ribbon Army because that's, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of like a, a play off of that, off of the Red Ribbon Army, but it's the Blue Ribbon Army because we wear Blue Ribbon and fringes. Okay, I definitely, definitely understand that. Yeah. That does make sense. So with, um, like you said earlier, you touched on this album. You wanted people to be able to hear the message from all different angles. And I definitely feel like you guys accomplished that. Because you don't, and the, from my point of view, you don't have to be part um, of the Blue Ribbon Army to um, understand the call to action or hear, you know, hear the message. Right. And I also wanted to know what was, what's the most important song from this part one of the two part album that you feel like if there's one song to listen to, which one would it be? Well, you take that with Eli. <laughs> well, mm. I ain't gonna lie to you, sister. All of the songs on the album really fire. You know what I'm saying? But I think that you are you talking about like the song that got the biggest statement? Like, yes. The biggest meaning behind it. Yeah. Either got to be it. Either got to be, in my opinion, it got to be Kingdom Falls or it got to be Eye of the Needle. Oh, okay, okay. And why why um, Eye of the Needle? Cause Eye of the Needle is literally about about like, cause like you know how a lot of rich people, a lot of a lot of people in Babylon, a lot of our people, that's that's like not in this, that's not walking the way of the Most High, but they're rich, but they're Israelites, you know what I'm saying? They 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 attend, they they make a lot of money, and the Bible says that a rich man making it into the kingdom is like a camel that's trying to pass through the eye of the needle. So you see a lot of these rich people. They, they know about this Bible. They know that about the Jews and they know about, you know what I'm saying, this walk. But they're not willing to give up their money that they made from the the um the so-called, you know what I'm saying, white man of America. They're not willing to give that up in order to, to push this word. So in the song, it's literally about, you know what I'm saying, how rich people, they're not willing to, to give up their riches for this truth. Do you think you know that... Saying? Yeah, no, I I definitely understand that. This actually kind of coincides because I was actually watching the History Channel all last night, watching the Bible. They had that playing on repeat because we're actually recording this during um, Passover and um, Easter. So I was watching it last night. And it's it's funny that you mentioned that particular uh, scripture because I thought to myself last night, like, and I'll bring this question to you all. Do you think that you can spread the word and still be rich well can they can they coincide well to be rich and to still spread the word yeah you can do that uh in the bible there were many rich people who spread the word but see this is where the problem comes you know the bible says that we will have tests and trials right Mm -hmm. and when we deal with different tests and trials we have to understand that everything that we were given can be taken away mm-hmm. that includes money so when we when it's saying a rich man getting into the uh, kingdom is like a camel getting through the eye of a needle the eye of the needle was actually a place 
you know, and this was a walkway that, that uh, people went through a place of transport and, you know, you couldn't have no, uh, no camel that was big, but camel got through that. That camel was pretty slim, no fat mm-hmm. on it at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what we say with, uh, with greedy America or greedy, you know, just greedy Babylon period. They don't have to be America. It could be any country. Mm-hmm. But you got a lot of people that's rich and they don't want to give that money up for their beliefs or for different things. We see this through um, people like Nick Cannon, Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, different things like that, where people say what they believe or they have these uh, opinions and views. And then here it is. They get attacked on the financial side with their businesses like Nick Cannon. He got his business taken away from him. They want to take wild and out from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West. uh chase or or you know whatever they didn't want to do business with him no more jp morgan they didn't want to do business with him anymore so now here it is you have these people who are famous they are financially stable they are rich they don't have to their life is pretty much set for them but now here it is because they've spoken what they believe to be a truth or because they've spoken their truth not to attack anyone yeah they've just spoken their truth now they're being attacked and they're being their finances or their their stability is being shaken. So guess what happens? They retract. They say, you know what? Up, oh, forget it. I don't even want to talk about it no more. That's not the truth. I apologize. I was wrong. When in actuality, how can you be wrong for your truth? You know? Yeah. And I, I had this conversation a lot um, with people. And I just don't understand why, of course, to some degree, you you have to you you don't have to but you know you they they built their wealth using the conventional system i don't understand why they don't use their influence and just do their own thing period because right. your your followers are your followers it just it just makes no sense to me but um i get it you're right they will attack your livelihood that that has been proven over and over again yeah cuz the bible says that the Bible says that we are martyrs. A martyr is a soldier. So you got to be willing to die for this truth. So if you come out and you say something about this Bible, you got to stand on that. Don't say one Don't say one day that, oh, yeah, I'm this and that. And then next day, when uh, when the, when that man take away all your money, now you're like, oh, no, 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 never mind. That's that's not what it is. Yeah. You can't do that because it's, the, go ahead. It's, it's no different from if, if someone, if you like a woman, if a woman has a baby, she know for a pure fact that this is her child. Now, a man may be able to deny or whatever, but this baby actually came out of this woman. So if a woman says, this is my baby, and then they say, oh, we're going to take your livelihood until you say that this is not your baby. That's not make, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you decide to say, oh, well, no, that's not my baby. You have really just, you've denied the truth, not only for that baby, but for yourself. Now you have sold your, your truth at a price. When just like you said, these people have influence, they have their own finances, they are stable, they can really start their own lane. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one of the things that I say in my song. I say, where, where are these strong black men? Where's their power at? Mm-hmm. Oh, when that money get funny, they don't fumble the bag. The thing about it is instead of people of color or minorities coming together, with all the influence and all the power and wealth that they have, they still depend on others to provide that wealth and that power for them. So I guess my mm-hmm. question is, why do you think, why do you think that that is still an issue when they have the influence, they have the money, they have the power, frankly, 
you know, do you think it's it's it start it's subconsciously embedded? Like, like why do you think they're still of depending? Course. Of course, it's most definitely self-consciously embedded. Uh, well, it's not even, it's, it's most definitely embedded. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, you have, um, you have people since the late, since before the 1800s um, who were in uh, different forms of slavery or you had the, uh, the like we got the uh, Jim Crow and all these other things. Now, here it is. You have all these divisions that was placed on certain groups of minorities. I'm only going to say that for the sake of the show. I don't know what I can and can't say for the sake of uh, censorship. But I'm going to say you have certain groups of minorities who have went through or underwent uh, different forms of prejudice or different doors were not open for them. So now here it is. You got this certain group that can only do sports like basketball or football or they're used to being entertainers. And this is what's going on for generations and generations. But even though you're an entertainer, that's not getting the food. So now what do you got to do? You got to try to get into Motown. You got to try to get into all these different uh, um, industries so that you can get paid for your craft, just so you can put food on the table. Yeah. So now here it is mm-hmm. when you finally, when you go to these different um, agencies or these different um, platforms to get your, uh, to basically feed your family. That's something that you teach your children. And then they teach their children that same thing. This is the one of the reasons why you see a lot of superstars when they have children. Their children, nine times out of ten, become what they were. If you have a basketball player, nine times out of ten, their children is going to be somewhere in basketball. They're not going to be actors. They're not going to be doctors. They're not going to be this. They're going to be that one thing. Right? And then the same thing with rappers. If you have a rapper, nine times out of ten, their children end up becoming um, musicians and different things of that nature because that's what they were taught. So now after generations and generations of being taught these things, you have to teach your children. Well, instead of instead of starting your own platform, go to this man, go to uh, Universal Records, go to uh, Def Jam Records, go to these people who are ran by these people. And that's how you get your bag. That's how you get your food. Yeah. And you know what I was just listening to an interview with, you know, Pat Poos, um, and he's now the head of, um, I think it's TuneCore, and that's an independent um, distributor. Right. And um, I really like, you know, what he was saying, if anybody followed Pat Poos in some of his interviews, um, he was talking about how he started off as independent and then how he signed a $1.5 million deal and how that was one of the worst mistakes he's made because, um, back in the like the early 2000s when this was all popping off for him um, if people didn't really rock with who he signed with his music wasn't getting played over here or over there and then eventually he was able to find the tune I think, I think it is TuneCore uh, platform to, right. to do his independent um, thing so I guess what I'm bringing this up because I think that more people are leaning towards independence and doing things on their own for sure Right, right, right. So, um, if I can just, I had some questions because my favorite song on the album personally was okay. Remember the Rain. And I really like Remember the Rain because I felt like that song is one of those. I like inspiration. I'm a lyricist. I like I like to listen to lyrics. And okay. I like the I like the production on it. And I also like the message. Like I'm not you know, I'm not uh, his he, Hebrew Israelite or anything like that, but I can still take away the message from that song to just 
you know, what I took from it is, you know, stay woke and, and really, you know, stay on track to your, your purpose. And, you know, right. that's what I took away from, from that song. And I just wanted to know, like, do you feel like you're only making music for Hebrew Israelites or do you feel like you guys are making music for anybody who was waking up to, well, to, their, to their own truth? Right. Well, that's the whole purpose of the Kingdom Fall or uh, the Kingdom Comes album is the fact that right now in this world we live in, not just for, uh, you know, for just one group of people, but for many groups of people, a lot of people are waking up. We are in a in an age of a woke society. This is even in, in Hollywood. Right. So mm -hmm. the music that we're doing, even though we are Hebrew Israelite, um, this music isn't just for uh, people who are so-called woke. This this music is for people who are not woke. It's to wake them up. It's for mm -hmm. the people that that are woke. It's to let people know that, you know, no matter what it is you believe, or no matter the, what it is that you went through, um, or that you're going through, hey, we got a mission, and it's our job to, like you say, be woke. It's our job to know what's going on, to know how to better ourselves day by day. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? To strive to do better and be better. So, um, it doesn't matter if you are. Uh, what we would call Hebrew Israelite and it doesn't matter if you're not this is about a message to let people know like women go through things too right women have their own battles that they have to go through every individual has their own bad, bad battle that they have to go through but nonetheless how do we overcome those situations and then make the situation better if we want to have a better future we have to be that right yeah you can't you can't expect a better future and you don't put your 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 coins in on that no, I you definitely have to do that. Most you definitely. definitely have to, you know, invest in yourself too. And and I definitely want to get Chief in on here. Like what was what was one of the songs that stood out to you on the album? The Eye of the Needle. Yeah. Eye of the Needle for I, you, yeah. yeah. That that one just yeah. That one did it for me. Nope. The message, see, everything. And see both songs really are again, these are to keep people woke. Like again, you got Remember the Rain. It's telling you about how people come from um, what we would call humble beginnings. Your humble beginnings could have came off with a rough start, but mm -hmm. here it is. You make your life, you, you know, you do things to make your life better, not only for yourself, right? Because we got to do things for ourselves, but we also got to do things for our neighborhood. We got to do things for our community. You got people right now that's going through, right now as we speak, they go through human trafficking. You got people that's mm -hmm. going through uh, slavery somewhere in the world, right? You got child uh, child labor that's going on. But in order for us to change these things, you got people in concentration camps, all that. In order for us to change these things, we have to be that change. We can't just sit here and talk anymore. We have to literally put this stuff out in the forefront. And we have to be the change that we want to see. You can't expect someone else to do it because what will happen is they will quiet you down with money. That's all about the eye of the needle. The minute you speak your truth, if I was to say, oh, they got people coming out here on an island. On, 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 you know, I don't want to say too much again, but let's say they got uh, you got celebrities that's out here doing uh, child trafficking and different things like that, mm -hmm. or or things of that nature. We can't just go out here and say, "Oh yeah, this is what's going on, what's going on, what's going on," and then they say, "Oh well, let me hurry up and throw some money in their face." Because guess what happens? You by you being greedy, right? You you're not gonna fumble the bag, so you're gonna take the money and shut up. You're not gonna tell the truth no more. But guess what happens? you have now just become a part of the problem. Absolutely. And I talk mm -hmm. about that a lot too. Um, and I definitely did 
understand the call to action that was actually on my list of notes regarding this album. And you touched on it with, you know, us being the change, you got the change starts now with ourselves. And with, especially with sex trafficking, I don't even think people realize um, how you may donate to a cause. Like you may meet an individual who say, Hey, I need, I need money to, um, because I go out and I, I, I may go out and, to the local strip, wherever the, let's say the um, prostitutes are in my, in my town, I may go to that strip because I want to make sure these women are taken care of. And I might pass out condoms. I may pass out this and I collect donations, you know, to help the women out on the street. However, I don't think people realize that a lot of like the pornography they may watch. A lot of times those are women in those videos or men in those videos that are part of the sex trafficking. So like you may think you're helping on one end, but you're still part of the problem by like watching, you know, pornography or things like that, or going to strip clubs. You don't know how those women ended up in the strip clubs, like things you don't even really think about. Yeah. Cause I know when mm-hmm. I was um, coming up, I used to, in my early twenties, I used to bartend. And after we bartend, we would go to strip clubs and have cocktails after that. Like that was just part of the lifestyle. And I didn't realize it until I got a little older and I started, you know, tr- going traveling different places. I got to like really talking to people. And I'm like, well, dang, I didn't realize that a lot of these strippers are being, they, they started off in, as being trafficked and they're being trafficked from Chicago to LA to yep. Atlanta to, uh, you know, Houston. I didn't even realize that. And it's like, you go into these clubs and you're part of the problem too. So yeah, it's, it's just like, you really have to be mindful of what you're doing. Yeah, most definitely. And see, the thing about it is, it's just like you say, they just, uh, especially speaking on the pornography side, you got, uh, they just did a, uh, they got this special on, I believe it's Netflix and it talks about Pornhub and how uh, these people, they come out here and they get this money, but on the dark side of it, you got people that's actually making money uh, uploading videos onto Pornhub, right? Mm-hmm. But the people that send those videos, some of them are, they're forced to do these things, yeah. right? They're being forced to do these things. So now here it is. One of the reasons why we think, oh, uh, going to the strip club is okay, it's, it's safe. No, Nobody's being hurt. One of the reasons why we look at uh, uh, websites like uh, Pornhub and say, oh, this is safe. This is, you know, nobody's being hurt. Is because there is an agenda that has been pushed on the people. Mm-hmm. And we see it already. Like, I, I watched the video how uh, they talk about, uh, you know, it's okay to be free and be naked and, you know, do these different things. I even saw, uh, uh, I was uh, scrolling through Twitter, and they got this uh, young lady named Suki Hana, right? Oh, and yeah. She's, no, out, so- she's performing on stage with, a, you know, with her breast out and, you know, you know, and there's other artists that have done this before. But now here it is. That's an agenda that's being pushed or that's a that's a, a image that's being pushed. And now here it is. We, when we see things like that, we're so comfortable with it. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't see nothing wrong going on. We just think, oh, well, that's just that's freedom. And that's, you know, that's just liberty. But it's some people that don't have the some people's liberties are being taken from them. Yeah. And they're doing what they have to do to survive. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's. Yeah, like it's 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 interesting as I get older. Um, I don't judge anything because I have been to many places and I I truly feel like that there are different levels of waking up. Like 20-year-old me at the strip club don't want to hear 
almost 40 year old me talking about, you know, you really shouldn't be here like this. This is not like where you want to be. I, I like this. I was at a different level of almost like slumber at that point, you know? Right. And as I get older now, I went to a strip club, I think might've been a, maybe a year ago or two years ago I went and I just, I didn't realize when I, it used to be fun, but now being in there, it's, I felt sad. Like it's, it's, it's dark energy. Like I didn't, I didn't realize. Um, and it's before any specials or anybody talking about the trafficking. It's just, it's not for me. I just, I just realized that getting older and, it's, and that's with different aspects too, even with um, some of the music like you listen to. And now what I also appreciate about this album as well is that you're getting your message across it's inspirational. It's it's a call to action, and it wasn't a lot of um, like not not a lot of not, not a lot of foul language. And right. not that I, I I don't I'll also listen to all kind of rap. It doesn't have to be clean, but I also feel like sometimes people rely so much on trigger words just to get listeners. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that I definitely appreciated that part of the album as well. But also, I want to talk to back to my favorite song, uh, "Remember the Rain" on the album. Um, you talk about waking up for the Matrix from the Matrix, and I actually kind of want to throw it to Conspiracy Eli. Um, I wanted to know what what is your what do you, what do you think the Matrix is exactly? Well, when 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 T one said "freed your boy from the Matrix," that basically means like, because here and it's not even just in Babylon. This is just the world we're run by eight groups of people. I'm pretty sure y'all know of these eight families, these great families that nobody knows who they is. Uh, they call them, uh, you know, Bilderbergs, Rockefellers. We're owned by families that own banks around the world. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They own all the banks, the Diamond Districts, the entertainment. We're basically in a big bubble. When, when we mean matrix, that basically means there's two sides. There's the side of people that is aware that there's there's a dark energy behind what's going on behind closed doors. And there's people that, that step in that bubble, that's still in that bubble, that's not aware. They walking around like zombies. Mm. Like you have you, you ever been in a, a room and then saw somebody texting on the phone right next to the person that they're talking to? That's the matrix. Like they're not aware that they're being sucked into this to this vortex of of lies and, and basically distractions. And then you got mm-hmm. some people that step out this shell, this bubble that'd be like, man, something is Something is going wrong. Something ain't right. That's 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 what it means to be not part of the matrix. When when you that person, when you part of that group of people that's aware of what's going on around the world. Mm. How do you think people become aware? People become aware when they expand when they expand their um their um their mindset. Like uh you 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 ever heard you ever heard um step outside the box? Being oh yeah, you curious. hear that a lot. Yeah, being curious when when you question a lot of things, a curious mm-hmm. the Bible said, you know, you know what I'm saying, a curious mind, a curious mind can expand to different heights because when you're curious, you are always fishing for new information. So yeah. the thing is, you always have to be curious in this world. Yeah, you ever heard you ever heard of don't be uh single minded. Don't always think just inside the bubble. Always think, oh man, let's see if we can find three other ways to accomplish this without having to do it the original way. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I, I, I'm in total agreement. We, you should always, uh, you know, strive for more knowledge because, um, as they always say, knowledge is power. But also, I feel like knowledge helps you navigate this life a little better too. Because, 
um, the more you become conscious of things, I feel like it's easier to navigate. So many people have lost their lives, you know, many ways in this life, whether it be violence, whether it be uh, giving up uh, with, you know, taking yourself out of the game, you know, with, you know, suicide or, um, you know, even with the illnesses and sickness. And another one of the songs you talk about, I think it was the Jew anthem. And it talks about one of the hooks is COVID is fake. And now we wear a mask, mask or something like that. Yes, ma'am. And I wanted to touch on that too, because um, are those words literal? Like, do you guys really feel like COVID was fake or a distraction? Well, the thing, the thing is, the thing is, that was a that was a two that was a two sword double entendre. Basically means COVID is fake, but we wearing the mask. That 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 means that also means that there's a lot of people that's stuck in the matrix. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you got people that's not wearing the mask, that's not in the matrix. But also on the other hand, COVID, COVID we're we're uh the thing is with COVID is is that these people that that run this world, you ever heard of monkey see monkey do? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, me personally, I've experienced a lot of different situations where, because I used to be a TikToker, you know what I'm saying, when the TikTok had first came out. That's where I got my name, Conspiracy Eli, from. I was a big TikToker, and I used to do a lot of conspiracy videos. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what I found to discover was, is that the thing is, when you in this world, the people that run this world... They're, they want one thing, and that's control. So how do you control somebody? Fear. Fear. Oh, right? yeah, fear, yeah. Fear is how you – fear, you can you can get any man small, great, medium-sized. If you can scare him, you can get him to do whatever you want him to do out mm-hmm. of just the fact that you can scare him. So the thing is, these people that run this world, they want power. The only way that they can have power is that they can scare people. So, so I guess for a back, uh, lack of better terms, when we came up with the uh, song um, Drew Anthem and we talk about COVID is fake, but we're wearing a mask, you got to understand there were people who caught COVID who probably did everything right, right? And then there were people who did everything wrong and they never caught COVID. There, yep. were, people, there were people who were uh, around people who had COVID, they didn't catch it. And then there were people who probably was never around anybody, never came out the country. Because you got to remember, when COVID first started, it was ta- they was talking about you had to be in China to get it, right? Mm-hmm. So now here it is. You got people who never came out the country, probably never came out their house because they homebodies, but they were catching it. And then at once upon a time, they were saying that people of color or people that had, uh, you know, whatever going on, they wasn't catching it. Then another time they said, oh, only the old people are dying from it. So now when we look at history, we look at how, um, again, this goes back to agendas and it goes back to control. The government wants to have control. There's only two powers. It's the power of the people or the power of the government. So how does the government control the people who got the majority power? Again, it's fear. So what do they do? They implement systems for um, population control. They implement Mm -hmm. different systems and they say, oh, well, this is going to be your pandemic. This is going to be your issue. We've seen this with the Tulsa, with the, uh, what is that called? The Tuskegee, uh, the Tuskegee uh, experiment. experiment. Yeah. Right, the Tuskegee experiment. So now here it is. Syphilis is being passed around. So how do we know that COVID is not being passed around? They actually have a documentary right now 
and it's out on uh I can't think of what the name of it is. I think it's Died Suddenly. And people should check that out. It's called Die Suddenly, where they have these uh people who are a lot more um skilled and a lot more um knowledgeable and they have the credentials to back them up, right? And they talk about how people took this um this vaccine and they ended up dying suddenly. Or certain people took the vaccine and they had all these reactions to it, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way that you find it is after, the only way that you find out that it's something wrong is after the person dies. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, now here, so here it is. Here it is. When we say in the song, COVID is fake, but we're wearing a mask. You know, it's basically saying that this situation, the propaganda that they're using, that's, it's not, it's not as cracked up as they're trying to make it seem. It's not, they want to uh, amp the numbers up. Oh, we got billions dying every day. That's not what's going on. That's not what's going on. If anything, it's population control that's really going on. It's, we can't really blame COVID, even though COVID may be what they're p- pushing out there on people. That's not really what the big issue is. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? I yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Like I just that this whole situation of COVID was just strange to me because it's like they mandated everyone to get the vaccines in some situations like if, if for people some people had to get this shot just to keep their jobs you know right and it just makes me wonder like it's just as quick as it was being pressed on you it's like disappeared and no one's it's not even like needed you don't even need to show that you're vaccinated to get on the plane <laughs> exactly. it's just it's just interesting to me like how quickly it came in and quickly it just went away you know why it was like that though because like i didn't want to say too much because i'm on your podcast you know what i'm saying but the whole purpose of COVID, because like I, because like even the person that created the vaccine said nobody should get a vaccine, because what it does is it lowers your immune system and makes you vulnerable to die quicker. Mm. You see what I'm saying? When you get a vaccine, you're lowering, you're making your immune system weaker. The whole purpose of reason why people don't get sick is because their immune system is strong. So if they feed you a vaccine, you're basically giving, they're giving you serum to destroy yourself. So the thing is. You like prime example. Y'all remember what happened with the George Floyd stuff, right? What do you mean? You remember what happened with George Floyd? You remember George Floyd? I do. I remember him being uh Yeah. But it choked to death. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So when the George Floyd kicked off, was nobody no, when everybody was out there in the uh, in the streets doing a right. uh, riot and nobody was thinking about the COVID. You see what I'm I saying? I said that too. Like, yeah, everyone you see what I'm was saying? it was all cheek. population control. It was basically to see, to test people, to see if uh, basically the government sat at a table and was like, let's create, because you got to realize vaccines are man-made. Anything man-made is created by man. So the thing is, they sat at this table and they was like, how can, let's see if we can get these people to do what we tell them to do. That's why that's why I brought in the uh, the scenario, monkey see, monkey do. You see one person doing something, everybody else going to do it. They're going to be like, oh man, well, if he falling in line, we going to fall in line, but when you do that, you basically proving their experiment because you was the, the the COVID vaccine that you was the experiment for them. The people was the experiment. And the funny yeah. thing, the funny thing about it, they said once upon a time that COVID was airborne. Uh, so now that was yeah. the reason why we had to wear a mask. But now, it, you know, you look you look around like even where I work, I have a job where I work in certain areas. They wanted to be COVID safe. So, you know what they do? They put up a glass window. But all around this window is nothing. Like I can literally reach <laughs> over the window and touch this person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So now, 
if COVID is supposed to be airborne and all these other different things, right? That glass window ain't stopping anything. Right, but, go right around it. <laughs> right, it'll go right yeah. around it. But now here it is. We this is what we see. You know, this is the things we see in these things. It ain't making sense. But those that's in the matrix, you know what they do? They just accept it. The ones that's woke, we say, hey, hold on, wait. Something ain't adding up. The numbers don't add up. Somebody's wrong. Yeah. Somebody right. You know, so. Very yeah. interesting. Just the whole, the whole thing. Same thing. I was just having a conversation. Like, what happened to monkeypox? Like, that was supposed to be sweeping the nation, too. And that right. didn't hear no more about that. Just interesting. It's, and I think the funny thing about it is, you know, uh, well, not it's not funny at all, but, you know, a lot of people had the uh, I cannot breathe because of the George Floyd. But then all of a sudden with COVID, what are people dying from? They're they're dying because they they can't breathe anymore. Yeah. You see that? Mm-hmm. And even like when you think about SARS, SARS was a problem. H1N1, yeah. um, swine flu, right? All these things was all these big problems. But now here it is. You got to remember when they was doing the riots for George Floyd, they wasn't just doing it in America. They was doing it in the UK. They was doing it almost all across the world. Yeah. Now, how do you how do you how do you cause the world to calm down? Oh, let's give them COVID. Let's get a couple people, you know, get them sick, allow them to die. And as the numbers grow and as we start showing and, you know, showing these people these things that they got to do, then they'll say, all right, let's sit in the house. Let's not tear up no, no more. Right. Everybody mm-hmm. started forgetting about what, what was the real problem at hand, the reason why people were out. You see, I remember it was people that was going to the stores buying tissue, buying tissue. What are you buying tissue for? Because the government said you needed to have tissue because they was going to have you in the house all this amount of time because of COVID. This airborne virus, you can't even go out in the streets because if you go out in the streets, you could risk catching it. You could risk giving it to somebody. I remember yeah. kids, kids was in school. You got to remember parents are at home probably more than kids that's at school. The kids were the last ones to get these doggone vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. So why is it, why are we not pushing it off on the kids if if the vaccine is so dangerous, right? Why are the kids the last ones to get it? Why are the elderly the ones that's getting it first? Why? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, things is weird. Because this is the bottom line right here. You can go deeper than that. If, if the virus is airborne, then that mean that you can still catch it in your house because you got to breathe that air. So, like, at that point, you can't even escape it if you want to be honest. If it yeah. was so bad. I also, um, like, for me, what I just, you know, did, I, I got COVID towards the end. Like, I was like, it, it came in waves. Like, I, I, I was, I got COVID once the world opened back up and I took a trip to um, New Mexico. I was in the mountains and came back. And then that's when I had I had got COVID during that time, and it it was not fun at all. It was a serious. Um, I've never had the flu before, but I, people say that was it was flu like, and that was just. Ugh. But the point is, I got over it. And I didn't. I I wasn't short of breath at all either. But um, I just kind of feel like you. For me, what I got through was like you have to. I felt like people were getting sick because of the fear and like when you're stressed and you're so worried, your immune system is naturally going to go down. And I probably truthfully caught COVID too, because I just hadn't been around a lot of people in a long time. And that was my first time back in the airport and I had on a mask, but I did take it off to like drink water or whatever. So I think my body was just like, Oh, new germs. And I just got sick, but yeah, but I think you know I think that for people, even like what you said, it's a you know, 
you never had the flu before. Nine times out of ten since a baby, just like almost anybody else, and and especially in America, you get a vaccine, right? You get the yeah. influenza shot, right? So you never caught the flu. But now they probably have something that's out here. They call it COVID, but it's really another form of the flu. So you really probably possibly caught the flu and you just they blamed you got to remember they was blaming things on covid too you could have died in a car crash they would have called it covid because people was getting um checks for that right yeah, they're getting, they're getting, fun, that. They're getting yeah. funds for it yeah they was getting funds for that so now i i remember and this is a true story i remember my wife she ended up uh dying she ended up uh losing her breath and dying in the hospital and they asked me, they said, have you been to China? Have you been? I said, man, I ain't never seen the outside of this country, which was the truth. My wife never did. And she's sitting on on, on the uh, on the bed and they got a tube down her throat. And they, the machine is breathing for her, but she's literally like, no, you know, the machine is like, you know, the only thing that's running for her is the, the, the breathing machine, right? She's not breathing on her own. She's not conscious. They literally tried to declare her dead. And they said, well, they, we was going to keep on the breathing machine to see what happens. So now here this is. Uh, she wakes up. They like they asked her the same question they asked me. No, uh, she can't. She's never been anywhere. So they say, well, we wanted to rule it COVID. But if you ain't been nowhere, you ain't been around nobody. What could it have been? Whole time, the whole time while they was calling it COVID, she ended up having an uh, allergic reaction. Wow. Mm. You see that? So now mm-hmm. things like that, it makes me, it, that's the things that I question now. So now if you would do it for that, you see what I'm saying? What else would you do this for? Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it, they, they norm, like, you got to understand the, like we even think about when you think about chemtrails that's in the sky, you know, it's certain things that's done that we don't see. We see it, but we don't see it. Right. It's strange, but we don't, we pay no mind to it. It goes back to the, strippers in the club or these porn sites we yeah. see something it's strange but we don't pay no mind to it because we didn't got used to it mm-hmm. you could have went to mexico right and i'm not saying this is what happened but you could have went to mexico but on the way there it could have probably been some you know some type of chemical they put in the ventilation system to make you catch a, a form of the flu that wasn't you know that didn't they had no strength for it. you got to understand the yeah flu is they say the flu is constantly mutating yeah Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Right. So it don't matter if if I took a vaccine today. Next yeah, the week, new the, the new strand out. A whole different strand. The remix is out already. Right. The remix has been out. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're a week late. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So here it is. You get scared because you didn't got these symptoms that you ain't never felt before, never had to deal with, and you say, "Oh, that's what it is. It's COVID. That's that's you know, and that's that's what they want to put on us. You know, these different things. Yeah. You know? But you know, I was kind of I was kind of happy when I was sick because I was I'm a big believer in that your body needs to like build build its own antibodies. So like that's if they truth. come in contact with mm-hmm. it again, it's like I remember you. <laughs> it can fight yeah, it that's off. right. That's right. So, um, yeah, I'm happy I made it, but a lot of people did lose their lives and yeah. some, something definitely happened. I don't know what it was, but something did happen because. Um, I do know of some people that he, I even went to school with that weren't wasn't that old um, that passed away, which is right. unfortunate. Something yeah. happened. I don't know what it was, but it was something. Right. Have, do you know that uh, they got this thing like uh, and this and I, I actually tested it myself. Uh, if you if you spell COVID backwards, it's devoke, right? 
Okay. If you, if you put that in, if you put that in a Google search, devote, it will actually tell you that it's a Hebrew word for a form of witchcraft. Mm. It's a Hebrew word, devote. But when you spell it back the other way, it's COVID. Interesting. Yes. It's like you can literally look it up. If you go to Google and you uh, you, you write devote, uh, D-I-V-O-C, it's going to tell you that it's a translation for the Hebrew word debuk. And what is debuk? When you look that up, you find out, boom, it's, it's like a form of witchcraft. It's a, a dead spirit that was placed on a person. Mm. That's uh, and it's and it holds on into the host body until that person dies. So I think that in a lot of in a lot of ways we talk about secret societies and different things like that, and we talk about this matrix. We talk about the people needing to get woke right now because it's things going on that we don't we don't understand and we don't see right. And yeah. if we are not woke to what's going on, if we are not trying to debunk the truth from the lies or if every time someone finds, it's people that find out a truth and they end up missing right like we oh look yeah at doc, we look at dr sable right he, yeah. i don't know if any of you all know about dr sable but he was one of the first ones who came out with uh uh natural herbal remedies to cure different things all mm -hmm. of a sudden he dies we look at uh there was a person who ended up learning how to make uh cars that run on water all of a sudden he dies now we got this, like, even to today, right? They're trying to change the currency that we uh, have, right? Have you all heard that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then people, yes. Right. Yes. So, so now here it is. The one person that would have been competition to the government, right? Yeah. He all of a sudden mysteriously dies. In and in a, might I add, this person died right outside his home in a great neighborhood next to politicians and everything, right? Yeah, got Nobody stabbed. Saw, right, stabbed mm -hmm. to death, no less. Yep. Stabbed to death. And nobody saw anything. Nobody can identify a witness. They believe it was this guy, that guy, whoever. How does these things happen? We have to question these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with uh, bringing it back to a conspiracy, Eli, you said you were a TikToker. Um, did you shut down your TikTok? Uh, uh, no, I didn't shut it down. I used to talk about a lot of um, a lot of stuff. Like I used to show a lot of videos about worldwide things that go on and uh actually uh the people actually texted me and they said man you can't post stuff like this because it's it's uh it's scaring people and it's uh because basically i used to post videos about truth you know what i'm saying conspiracies like illuminati i was like one of those big conspiracy heads okay and uh i grew on tiktok and uh i used to post a lot of videos and i, I actually got to a point where i hit five hundred thousand followers oh wow and, uh, and the thing is um TikTok, they didn't like uh they had texted me and I had uh you there's something called gang stalkers or star star uh star whackers and they walk around and they they basically watch people that talk about stuff like you know what I'm saying the government and stuff that can basically infiltrate them and they, mm -hmm. they they basically try to silence them so they tried to silence me and they actually they did they they stripped me from my TikTok they told me that I couldn't post and I and I wasn't really posting no videos that was like explicit it was basically me just edifying about about the government mm. so i would like to get your thoughts on this because you know like they're trying to to ban tiktok here i'm, I'm sure everyone has heard about that and do yeah. you have any like what do you what do you feel like do you feel like well the thing is they're not banning tiktok because because it's too much uh because the thing is they don't they don't they, they, they the whole purpose of tiktok 
the whole reason why they created that platform was for a distraction. Mm-hmm. They created TikTok for a distraction, basically to keep the people entertained while they keep doing their evil deeds behind closed doors. But what happened was you got people like me, people like T1 that hop on TikTok and edify the truth. They don't like that because TikTok is the biggest platform. So there's too many people that's become aware of what's going on around the world that's on that platform spreading the truth. So they got to shut it down. People are making too too many uh, connections because now it's too many connections. You got to think right now. I think the, the worst that they can do right now if they was to shut down TikTok, it would uh that's a tool that they use. So now when you got people like myself who are using that tool for a different agenda, right? Yeah, that's a big problem. But I think more so than instead of them actually shutting down TikTok, they will do this thing called shadow banning, right? And they do a lot of shadow banning, especially like on YouTube. You get shadow banned a lot on YouTube. I don't know if you all know what that is. But um, no. What what exactly mm. is for people who don't know? What exactly is shadow? All right, banning? so shadow banning is like when you are um someone who talks about something, uh, in the community that is not is is not outside the guidelines of uh of YouTube or TikTok or these things, because you're not showing um anything illegal, right? Like you don't show body parts, you don't have anything too explicit, like murders and things like that, but you're actually uh, exposing something so they really don't have nothing to uh, use against you but what it is because you're putting out information that certain uh, higher ups or people that's in the uh, in the shadows they don't like it what they do is they shadow ban you so what is shadow banning that's when you you start seeing that your numbers are starting to go down you may have you may yeah you know what I'm saying you may get a, so many views every day or when you look at your insights and things like that you notice that you have you probably gain 10, 20, 30, 100 followers every week or every day, or you get so many views for every video every time you drop out or drop a video. But now mm-hmm. all of a sudden your numbers are starting to uh, are starting to uh, go down. All of a sudden your your follows are starting to go down. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden your viewers are like, yo, where are the videos at? You putting videos out all the time, but all of a sudden your viewers are not seeing those things. You have now been banned. It's shadow banned, though. Yeah, I have been hearing a lot of content creators talk about that. And, yeah. and they I, say, I, what they try to say is it's the um, they say it's the uh, algorithm, but it's not the algorithm. You just been shadow banned. Yeah, wow. I believe it because I do feel like there's a line. I feel there's like there's a line between positivity and negativity or light and dark, whatever you want to call it. I don't necessarily like to use the terms right or wrong. Because I just feel like you may start on the wrong side and end up on the right side. And sometimes you may start on the right side and on the wrong side. I think it's just different levels and perspectives of things. And I feel like the what I follow, like my algorithm is pretty positive for the most part. It's, it's, it's people getting over addiction. It's, it's people um, losing weight, you know, getting in shape. Like that's my algorithm for the most part. But I do notice sometimes that my for you will have certain things like um I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with black china's transformation how she's you know been baptized and she's you know taking off the fillers in her face and silicone out her behind things like exactly, that changing exactly. her life right but i don't get to see her in her transition who's in my damn for you page it's her mom being evil talking about how she 
she doesn't like her daughter or her daughter's fake, her daughter's phony. Like it keeps coming up in my, in my for you. And it's just like, I never liked any of these videos. I don't even stop to watch her mom talk, but why, but I'll like a, a black China video talking about how she's making her transition. Right. And it's very interesting to me because you're absolutely right. There is no way if it's based off the algorithm and what I'm watching, because it's even calculating how long my eyes are on a video there is no way that her, her mom should still be in my, my for you at all. Exactly. So it, I do believe in that, that dark agenda for sure being pushed. I, I definitely believe that. Anything, I, have you noticed anything, Chief, like in your algorithms and like people you follow, like just like things being off at all? Oh, yeah. You'll see certain things and they'll say, well, it might say, oh, because you follow this person by this and that. But like, no, this has... You're, it's totally way off of it, but yeah, they this is what they want you to see. Yeah, for sure, it's it's definitely an agenda, definitely. It's all about control at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's all about the control, and that's really what the kingdom comes is all about. It's about this woke society. A lot of people think it's strictly Israelite, but it's not. You know, um, Israel was one of the first. Uh, you know, a lot of people think it's a religion. I say this all the time. Uh, Israel is a culture, okay? It's a group of people. Like, if you are from Israel, you consider yourself an Israelite. If you are from Mexico, you consider yourself a Mexican. If you're from Russia, you consider yourself a Russian. If somebody was to say, oh, you're a Russian, that's not a religion. That's like your, that's your heritage or your culture, mm -hmm. right? Your ethnicity. So when we say we Israelites, we're just acknowledging that that's our ethnicity. So what it is is when we on this album the kingdom comes we really relate things off of prophecies in the bible and we try to put it in a term where people that don't necessarily read the bible would understand and people who do read the bible they'll understand right mm -hmm. like i can honestly tell a person like a lot of people like in the in the church right you go to the churches and the people will say oh your bible is your shield and sword well my bible is my pistol right that's yeah. how I, that's how i would call it and that would be something that more so a person in the street would understand. That's my weapon of war, the Bible. That's my weapon of war. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I um when I'm speaking on the kingdom comes, it's just talking about how no matter what these uh, wicked societies is doing or whatever, however they trying to push whatever agenda they is, the people are waking up. This is more yes. than just a spiritual thing. This is a mental and a physical thing. The mm -hmm. kingdom is coming. And when the kingdom comes, there will be a kingdom that falls. What kingdom is that? That's the wicked kingdom. That's the kingdom. These uh, these powers and rulerships. These mm -hmm. um, you know, these uh, uh, governments that's controlling the world right now and putting the world in more chaos. When the people realize how much power they have, there will be a lot of things that's gonna stop. A lot yeah. of things are gonna stop, and when those things stop foundations break what happens the kingdom comes and a kingdom falls so no I, I, I love the message and mm -hmm. I'm definitely in that season right now where I am realizing my power and not being disrespectful to myself and not utilizing all my power that I have because I feel like a lot of times like I think it's it's pretty dope that you gentlemen are out here producing good music with good message that um, that you believe in, 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 and for like-minded people to stumble upon or hear it, you know, and be inspired by to continue on their path. Right. And I, I think it's awesome. And I, I want to take that. Not I want to, I am taking that 
and applying that to my own life as well because there's things that I feel like I can be given 100% to that I can definitely take to the next level. And I, that's something I feel like I took away from the album and I think others can can too. Definitely check out the album. Like, it doesn't matter if you are Hebrew, Israelite or not. Definitely something you can take away and enjoy in the production. The production is dope. Like, it is like the sound quality is great. Yeah, yeah. We we put a lot of money into the sound quality, a lot of time and effort. Um, we've uh, one of the people that uh, that has helped us out with our actually a few producers. You know, uh, Eli here, he's a producer himself, and he has made a few beats for the song uh, for the some of the songs that we have on uh, the albums, uh, Kingdom Comes and Kingdom Falls. And uh, and that's the that's the wonderful thing about it. But we had a lot of other uh, producers and stuff that also helped us out with this album. Uh, I like to give a shout out to Ksenia, uh K Sound Engineering, and also uh, I like to uh, send a shout out to Martel Beats. You know, um, he made one of the beats and uh, he did some of the production. Ksenia, she did some of the production. Uh, then we got Conspiracy Eli over here making beats and doing production and. You know, just doing a lot with the mixing and the mastering just so that this album can be on a professional grade. You know what I'm saying? It is. It it, it really, truly is. I I was, I didn't, I got, I came in with no expectations. I just wanted to listen. And it's, it's amazing. It's really good. And it all the effort that was put into it, everybody's expertise, it's, it's, it's up there. It's up there with anybody else. I like it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we just wanted to make sure that because, like I said, the mission was to let people like everybody know when they hear T1, the lone wolf, they know it all. Oh, here we go. There's this is Israelite. Right. So everybody know I'm an Israelite. And what I wanted to make sure myself and even Eli, you know, with him having his uh platform and things like that, we wanted to be able to reach the people. It wasn't about one group or one uh ethnicity or whatever. We trying to wake up all the people like because. The government, they don't care about divisions. The government, they when they do things, they want they're mostly um in unison with each other. So us as the people, we have to like like break these divides that we have. And we're very divided as a people. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we are. Very divided as a people. And we and when I say as a people, I'm talking about all ethnicities together. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So again, we have to understand, like I said earlier, there are two powers. Right. There are two powers. That's the power of the people and the power of the government. OK, it doesn't matter if you are in uh, in England or the UK or if you're in Africa, if there's a government there, whether it be a monarchy or a democracy or whatever it be, all of them are, for the most part, in unison with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So us as the people, we have to be in unison. We have to be in unison with the people of Mexico, the people of Canada, the people of Africa, the people of Australia. And the way that we know that this, these things have to happen, again, we go back to George Floyd. When he, when the, when uh, people started rioting, it seemed as if the world was on fire. Everybody was rioting all across the globe. Mm-hmm. Right? So the government don't want to see that. That's a scary sight. No. What can they do when you got, what, maybe a million uh, it's like uh, uh, what a billion to a to, to a million, right? The government they have all these policies, they have things in black and white, but they don't have the manpower, right? Mm-hmm. So you can you can martial law one area, but you can't martial law the world, right? Yeah, yeah. 
and with George world. No, you can't. And with George Floyd, um, I have to bring out my I don't want to say disapproval, but I feel like this was a missed opportunity, especially with um our American black leaders like Al Sharpton. Because yeah. during that whole time period, I was very disappointed that not one um black leader um did a call to action for people of color because just like you were saying that you know there are rich people that just can't um bear to do anything without their riches but it could have been a a great opportunity for real change if they just would have told everybody just to simply sit down because when we wanted we wanted our rights to to sit where we wanted to sit on the bus what did we do we started walking to work you know we you, you have to break the pockets and i just felt like it should have been a call to action for for people that's in, I don't know, police officers. And, and not just black police officers. Any police officer mm-hmm. that don't agree with this behavior, stay, don't go into work until they until it's reformed. You know, let's not go to our jobs until there's real reform because we could shut the world down that way. Right. And they have to change. And no one said that. And I just was this disgusted, um, to be quite frank, with how they just dropped the dropped the bag, in my opinion, or dropped the ball, in my opinion, with yeah. that whole movement, because it could have been a just a simple, peaceful. Everybody got to sit down. Let's all sit down for a second until until there's real reform, because we're us us taking these settlements for these families when these police officers are killing people. Like, I think her name was Brianna or Brianna. Yeah, yeah. that got shot. Like, and the the attorney is Crump, which is you know. He he's at every time there's an injustice, Crump is right there. I don't want to call him an ambulance chaser, but I digress. Right. But you take this money. Sometimes, yeah, the the, the family's gonna get a settlement regardless. But let's not let's take it to trial and, and really get and see how the justice system's gonna fall out. Because if the justice system fails, then that's how people can see, like, damn, like that, I can't believe that happened. We need to start making changes instead of, oh, I got the biggest settlement for the family, the biggest in history. Right. That money ain't gonna bring back the 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 dead member or do anything. Like, you can't even enjoy the money. Well, well, look at it like this. Um, even if you did get the biggest in history, right? Let's say the biggest in history is a hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And then they kill the next person. They say, "Oh, well, we're gonna give them a hundred, a hundred and one thousand. Exactly. That's the biggest in history. Oh, now mm-hmm. we're gonna give them a hundred and one and fifty, right? It's gonna keep being the history, but see now what they have done." is put a price on the people's life. So yeah, now you can't. You're, you're, you see what I'm saying? So now yeah. if I kill you, I can give your family, uh, you know, 100000 and uh, might not. we're not even thinking about how much tax is going to be taken out. But I can give <laughs> your... You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now here it is. I can give your family 100000 for the price of your life. It don't matter if you didn't... You know, what type of person you may have been or what you would have been. Or yeah. what, you, what you went to school to be, or you know who you were, how important you were, your price is is a th- hundred thousand. That's our price. So every time we kill you, if we give you a hundred thousand, it's okay. You see what I'm saying? They have put a price on the people's life, and it goes right back into that eye of the needle. When that money get funny, people don't fumble the bag. You got to understand that if you really want change, man, you can. You should not be bought out. If I told if I told you right now. I want I want your child that came out of your body. You took the you took them them nine months 
and you 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 know you did what you had to do you you know you suffered through the the uh, the birth pains and different things like that being cranky not being able to have good sleep sometimes your vitamins and minerals is running low because the baby's sucking it out of you right mm-hmm. now you had now you take the time to risk your life to give birth to this baby because that's a that's a life changing process in itself right some women lose their life giving birth. So now here it is. You risk your life to take the baby. And I say, oh, well, I want a hundred thousand uh, to get that baby from you. Yes. There's no price. There's no, there's no money. It shouldn't be a price on it. Yeah, it shouldn't. And it, it, it just was sad to me. I just really felt like it, that was a perfect opportunity to have people say less, less. The, per, the best protest to me is everybody got to sit down. Like, and, and no matter what your job is, like sit down until there's real change. Yeah. We could have shut yeah. down the government real quick to get that, get that change. And, and, and who's to say we would have had to sit down long? One day would have messed everything up. Oh yeah, one day would have tore it up. One, one day, day tore it up. Twenty four hours. Just but you know not... this this is the other thing we got to look at. You got to understand that a lot of our leaders, like you know, I, I hate to say it like this, and somebody gonna be mad, but a lot of our leaders, like you know, uh, Jesse Jackson, yeah. different ones like that, right? Somebody going to be mad at what I'm about to say, but a lot of them, the first thing they want to say is, oh, man, it's politics. Well, politics is government stuff, right? That's mm-hmm. not people stuff. That's not the people stuff. So no. a lot of these people are, I don't want to say pawns, but they are playing for the government. They're not really playing for us, you know? Yeah. And oh, it, 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 yeah, it's crystal clear. And if you don't see it, I don't understand how people don't see it. Like, I, yeah. if I get shot by the police, I don't want Crump representing my family. No, thank right. you. Right. I do not want Al Sharpton there talking. None of that. Right. <laughs> right. That's the truth. That's the truth. I want real you know. people that knew me and they know what's going on. Like, okay, this is like another person there. We got to really do something. And I'm saying it here. If something were to happen to me, everyone, please just sit the hell down right. and protest. Don't go out there fighting and, and, and doing all of that because that's how they want you to act. Just sit right. in solidarity. Pray, meditate, whatever. And that's that. For real. Well, this was the funny thing about that's why I say with the riots, one thing that I learned from I'm not I'm not. And this is what I don't want nobody to think. Um, we don't condone uh, going out and tearing up things. Right. Yeah. But you can learn anything from any situation. Yeah. Right? You can True. learn anything from any situation. What I took from that when people were tearing up their own neighborhoods, it was OK. But when they started getting down there to Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And Gucci. Then it was, it was the time. Oh, let's shut it down. Let's <laughs> shut it down. Right? That's mm-hmm. when the problems start coming in, right? So now my thing is if if you're gonna t- and this is where people learned. This is I think the world learned at that moment. If you're gonna tear something up, don't tear your own neighborhood up. Because you had people who had stores in their neighborhood. Now they gotta drive five miles down to go yep. to the next store. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But now when the next time if you decide you want to do that, which I'm not condoning, go straight to Saks Fifth Avenue. Right? Yes. Go yeah. straight to go straight mm-hmm. to Gucci. And this is this is what the problem is, too. You got a lot of people, you know, you want to tell them, hey, let's shut the government down. Let's everybody sit down for a day. Guess what? You got people that's not going to get rid of them, uh, them uh, Jordans. They want them Jordans today. Yeah. They want yeah. that Gucci and that Saks Fifth today. Yeah. But it's these sad. are the same people that's that's funding the government and they funding different, you know, like like Jordan, right? He funds the prison system. He funds the judicial system. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's the yeah. same judicial system 
that has that, that in my opinion doesn't have good judgment. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was very shocked to hear about his in, his investments in uh some of the privately run uh uh facilities in America exactly. Exactly. because um that is slavery. Um that 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 is definitely slavery. <laughs> like that's the incentives to keep people in and then learning about how quickly you can get more time added onto your time. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Well, we definitely talked about a little bit of everything today for <laughs> sure. And I can't wait for the Kingdom Falls. Um, you know about the timeline on that one. I mean, I don't know. Oh man, timeline, it's gonna so. it's gonna be out actually. We wanna uh we wanna wait till we got a few shows in July. Uh we just did a music video to uh Jew Anthem. We're gonna be dropping that out soon. So we trying to uh, we trying to just keep uh, keep the fire going with the kingdom comes right now. Okay. And then okay. we gonna drop. Then when you know, then we're gonna drop the the kingdom falls. This one is gonna be more. It, now this one is really gonna be for a lot of the people that's not woke, because what a lot of people don't understand is, um, we're 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 really at a crossroads right now in this world. You got mm-hmm. people that's woke and they're changing the way that they move. They're changing life habits. You got more people out here eating healthy. You got more people eating vegetables now and, you know, working out and doing all these different things. You got people really taking care of themselves. But then on the on the left hand side, you got currencies about to, to switch up. You got new mm-hmm. policies like right now uh, in Mississippi. They just uh, opened up something called uh, Jim Crow law. How Again, does that yeah. happen? How yeah. does that happen? Ooh, somebody dropped the ball on that. But now this is what I say. You got kingdoms that's coming and a kingdom that's falling. And mm-hmm. certain people know, like the people that's woke on both sides of the field, they know what's going on. So when we drop this Kingdom Falls album, this is for the people mostly that's not woke. If you ain't got the picture by now, it's going to be too late when when everything actually kicks off. It's going to yeah. be too late. If you're not prepared now, you're not going to be ready when the stuff kick off. It's going to be such a shock to you. You won't be able yeah. to do anything. Okay. So yeah. talk about the shows. Where, where's up a couple of shows um, in July? Where, where can we see you at? Okay. So we have a show out in Mississippi. We uh, This is called the third annual uh, Hebrew Fest. Uh, it'll be in Mississippi. And then uh, we also have another one in Georgia. And that's called the Silver and Gold. Uh, the Silver and Gold uh, Gala. It's like a banquet hall or whatever, or whatever. They're going to be, everybody got to wear silver and gold and they got to go looking. It's like a grown and sexy event, but we're going to okay. be performing out there. And it's, it's, it's actually kind of dope. It's going to be different vendors out there. Um, again, this is a, both events is for people that you don't have to be an Israelite to be at these events, or you don't even have to really have an understanding, but it is a good way to gain understanding on what an Israelite is and what true, because you got a lot of people out here, right? You got a lot of people out here saying that they Israelites, and they walk in the culture, but their mentality is very harsh and all these different things. But what a lot of people don't know is those those people that's out there, they are put out there to be a stumbling block or to to put an image out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like even like when you think about Black Lives Matter, remember they had a situation with Black Lives Matter and then they had these people who put some bricks out in front of a store to yeah. bricks. But those people were really not Black Lives Matter supporters. Well, they weren't apparently. affiliated at all. Right, they weren't affiliated at all. So now you, it's the same thing with Israel, right? 
you got people that's trying to let people know, hey, yo, we Israelites, we're not the so-called Negroes or the so-called Black Americans that the government gave us that name. We actually come from a place. We come from Israel. And, you know, we're Israelites. So that's what we do. And we try to tell that to people. And, you know, whether you like it or not, that's cool. That we don't we don't push in, you know, push that on you. This is you take whatever you want to take. Mm-hmm. But now you have people that's on the left hand side, they say, Oh, well, we see that they they know some truth, or we see that they getting some momentum. Let's put something out there for bad propaganda to make them look bad. Yeah. And that's kind of like what's going on right now with us. So we that's something that we battling, you know. Well, y'all doing y'all fighting a good fight because uh especially with the music and music is one thing that co- connects us all and you can never stop music. Hell the music, I ho- I think desegregated the United States to some degree because at some point black people and white people were watching the same artists and they, That's right. you know, they had to lift them ropes up and everybody doing it together. So mm-hmm. right. definitely fighting a good, good fight with a good weapon, the music. Um, my next, where, where can people find you on social? Oh, okay. So for me, I'll, I'll let you go next. I know they got it because uh, I'm going to tell you, Conspiracy Eli is a rock star over here on the social media. But um, as for me, you can catch me on Instagram, uh, T1 The Lone Wolf. And uh, you can catch me on Twitter, T1 The Lone Wolf, um, Snapchat, uh, any any platform. I'm on pretty much all platforms as T1 The Lone Wolf. And we also have a uh, we also have a little ministry that we have where people uh, we talk to people about the Bible or talk to them about different things in history. Feed the uh, we feed the uh, the homeless and the less uh, less fortunate out in Chicago, and we do that through a WhatsApp. Uh, and with that one, that's called Fringe Game Blue Ribbon Army Ministries, which is FGBRA Ministries. So. And do you guys accept volunteers to feed the homeless? Yes, we do. We accept like it's like we said, we for the people, man. That's what if you're a real if you consider yourself an Israelite or if you consider yourself somebody who is a humanitarian, you for the people. So we want people to come together. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for unity and you know, for people to actually understand that it takes us to help us. Like I said, it takes us to help us to make the future that we want to see. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so Eli, how can they catch you? Yeah, well, you guys can catch me on um, YouTube. My YouTube is um, producer Eli, and then you guys can catch me on Instagram. My Instagram is producer Eli. I'm posting my beats on there just in case you guys want to check some of those out. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining me on this Sunday on this podcast. I definitely appreciate it. I feel like I've learned so much and I feel like super motivated too. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Something about about this album had me like motivated. Like, yeah, let me, let me go a little harder on my, on my, on my personal mission. That's that's, that was our mission. (laughs) It it was, it works. That's how I felt and still feel listening to it. So I I definitely think anybody, you see me posting, I'll post it. Like this is what I'm currently listening to. Like people check it out. Always, you know, Follow the link, and I'll post it some more on my site, too. And thank you. like to end the show always with something positive. So is there anything you want to leave on a positive note to the people? Yeah, to the people. Uh, what I'm going to say to the people is, you know, uh, no matter how hard it gets, you know, we have to look out for our fellow brothers. 
You know, we got to look out for mm-hmm. our people and we got to understand that um, these rulers and principalities out here, you know, they don't have the power. We have the power mm-hmm. so given to us from birth. So that's a blessing. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And both you guys, please come back as always. Please come back and let's talk about when the kingdom falls. Like I'm back for that one too. Oh man, we got it. We actually got a song for you too. You're gonna love it. It's it's called The Strength of a Woman. You okay. And that song is called Strength of a Woman. And this is, you know, because right now a lot of people that I, and I don't I don't want to go too far into it, but I'm gonna just say right now in this world, you got a lot of people talking about uh, you know, women don't need men and men don't need women. And we just want to make sure that the women understand that men do need need these women and the women need them. But we want to most definitely highlight the strength of a woman, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, woman yeah. is life. That's right. Absolutely. All right. And thank you so much, Chief, for joining me. Oh, anytime. And anytime. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of the Positive Vibe Enthusiast. And please check out The Kingdom Come. And check out producer Eli and T Wonder Longwood. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Peace. Bye bye.